0: Praise the Lord, everybody, and greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Brooks. Now, we want to continue speaking to your dear hearts about pastors that go astray. Pastors that go astray. Now, very quickly, we're going to be talking through some situations in the Word, in the book of Ephesians, starting with chapter number 4, verse number 11. Now, What is a pastor? Pastor, what is a pastor? The word pastor derives from the Latin noun pastor, which means shepherd and is derived from the verb pascar. Almost like uh, concrete, pascre, pascar. To lead to the pastor, green pastors, grazing so the sheep can graze and eat. Green pastors, not P-A-S-T-O-R, but P-A-S-T-U-R-E, pastor. To lead to pastor, setting to grazing, cause to eat. The term pastor also relates to the role of elder when the New Testament but is not synonymous of the Biblical understanding also of minister. Watch this y'all what is a shepherd in the Bible metaphorically The term shepherd is used for God, especially in the Judeo-Christian tradition, in Psalms 23 and Ezekiel 34, and in Christianity, especially for Jesus, who called himself the good shepherd. And anytime you apply the word good to Christ, you're talking about eternally good. The ancient Israelites were a pastoral people, and there were many shepherds amongst them. Right? Alright. Slow down. Go keep see what's what the Lord has to say here. Is a preacher a pastor? Is a preacher or a pastor the same? In other Christian denominations, such as the Baptists, Congregationalists, and Methodists, and Presbyterians, and the Reformed churches, the term minister usually refers to members of the ordained clergy who leads a congregation or participants in a role in a church ministry, such a person may serve as a presbyter or a pastor. Who is the shepherd of the church? In his farewell address to the Ephesians elders, Paul pictures the church and its leaders as a flock with shepherds. In Acts chapter 20, verse 28, the Latin transliterates with pastor means shepherd. In Jesus' day, shepherding was still a vital occupation. A vital occupation. Shepherding was a vital occupation, not, not, not wanting to be a pastor. But the training and the ordaining of pastor, God had already decided within himself that he was going to ordain pastors. He needed pastors or shepherds or leaders for the body of Christ today. And as he moved, the first bride, the children of Israel, through the earth as he gave them covenants and promises and dispensations to bring us through time so that God could continue to reveal himself now the good shepherd the good shepherd in the Greek Is an image used in the periscope of John, St. John chapter 10, verse 1 through 21, in which Jesus Christ is depicted as the good shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep. What do preachers do? A preacher is a person who delivers sermons a homilies on religions, topics to an assembly of people. Less common are preachers who preach on the street or those whose message is not necessarily religious, but who preach components such as a moral or social worldview or philosophy. A preacher. You know, sometimes people say, man, you sound like a preacher. They are talking about the components of moral and social worldview and philosophy. What is the role of a lay preacher? A lay preacher is a preacher or a religious proclaimer who is not a formally ordained cleric. Lay preachers vary in importance between religion and their sex. That's S E C T, sex, religions, groups. Movements which encourage lay preachership include Methodist local preachers. Now I mean we can go on and on with what a preacher is and what a pastor is and what a shepherd is and um We want to lay another foundation with these understandings of what a pastor is and how they go astray and why we go astray and why we should not go astray and how we should be recovered. The Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he causeth me to lie down in green pastures he lead me beside the still waters he restores my soul he leads me in the path of righteousness for his name sake to keep his name alive to keep his body alive for his name's sake, for his body's sake, for the church's sake. He lead me in a path of righteousness for his name's sake, for his body's sake. Keep his name alive. He, he leads us in a path. He needs us to go in a path of righteousness to continue to show that he is yet alive. He leadeth me in a path of righteousness. How are you going to get the righteousness? Because there is none righteous, no, not one. He, and then Jesus told the Pharisees and scribes. He said, except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees. You shall in no case enter into the kingdom of Of Heaven Which is the kingdom of God Now how are you going to get that righteousness Your righteousness is As Filthy rags But he leadeth you in the path Of righteousness for his name's sake The only way for you To keep his name alive You've got to get his eternal spirit The eternal spirit is the shepherd Is the good shepherd Once you get his eternal spirit, then he will manifest his personality, his characteristic, and his nature. And a part of that is his righteousness, his helisterion. He is the true righteousness, rightness of God. God is all right and he expresses all of the rightness of God whether it appears to be bad God is all right he's never wrong whether it looks bad he's all right He leadeth me in paths of righteousness. He leadeth me. Y'all, I want you to get that. You have his eternal spirit. He has to lead you in a path of rightness to show the world that he is yet alive through you, through me, through us, as one body of Christ. Watch this. In Ephesians chapter number four, verse number nine, It says, Now that he ascended, what is it? But that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. All of this took place after when Jesus was on the cross and the earth did quake and the rocks rent the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom, and the moon ran down in blood, and the stars fell from heaven. Now this from the sixth to the ninth hour. Six hours on the cross. When the soldiers said, This man. Was they thought he was a was, but he that he he is, he which is, which was, and is to come. But they said, This is the man here was the son of God, and then they pierced him with that spear in his side, and out came water, blood. Which release the Holy Ghost. Which release the Holy Ghost. Now I ain't going to do another work. For God. On our behalf. Which is in the unseen realm. Which is in the principality realm. Which is in the demonic realm. Just like... uh, Muhammad Ali and George Foreman going to Africa to, to fight the rumble in the jungle. This is the real rumble because Christ Jesus here is going to take back the authority and the power that was forfeited into his hands. By Eve and Adam, by the woman, and now Christ is going to take that power back. When they fell into death, they fell into hell. They fell into death. They fell in the grave. Death, hell, in the grave. All. Oh. They died. Death hell in the grave. Everybody birthed after that through them was born in that same matrix. Death hell in the grave. You're born in death. Your fallen sinful nature is totally dead to God to the things of the spiritual realm until God begins to speak to you but at the same time God has to be true to his own matrix he told the humans in the world be fruitful multiply replenish the earth and subdue it before he even created the man now just because you all fail in in this state They still had the power because of the the will of God, what God already said he will do. What y'all can do is still the will of God. You can multiply. You can produce other people like you. But there's going to be a matrix now in how they are produced. The curse that he put on Eve. Sorrow, pain, inconception. Thy desires shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. This is all because of the transgression and breaking of the law of God, which was, which was the tree of the knowledge of knowing good and evil. Now, look here with us in Ephesians chapter 4 9, he entered into the lower parts first of the earth. Now, that debt, not only is he going to take back what was forfeited, the eternal life, now you can get now. You can get back to the eternal life now. Because he took that power or that choice, there was no choice. You're going straight to hell in Adam. Now in Christ you have a choice. You can go straight to heaven in Christ. But you gotta make that change. And Christ did the work and not only did the work but he paid the debt. Not only did somebody had to it's either everybody get the hell beat out of them or we beat the hell out of one person for all. Then the one person pay the debt of sin for all that would accept the work and the salvation and the redemption, the redemption. What is redemption to buy in a slave market? Satan was selling souls to sin. Selling your soul to sin from birth. Christ redeemed us. Bought us back as a ransom. He paid the ransom. He bought us back from death, hell, and the grave. No more to be a bondservant to sin, but to be a bondservant to Christ Jesus himself. To manifest and continue the will of God. To prove and to show the world, whatever what that is, y'all know what the world is. To prove to the world that Christ is here to receive his bride, the many members that are in the one body. We are all baptized into one body. There are many members in the one body. And we're all baptized into that one body by one self-same spirit. The same spirit. That raised Jesus from the dead. Now in in all of this. In all of these things. The these things of God. I guess we have to do a message on these things. Because out of all these things. We're talking about from out of time. Into time. All the way up through time. The these things of God. He has done so many things. He calls it these things, which is the grace of God, which is his graciousness. He has been so kind and so gracious as a gentleman to, to show himself from out of time into time back out of time. Now, watch this. So he went into the lower parts of the earth. Then that he, he descended is the same also, the ascended up far above all heavens. That he might feel or fulfill in the Greek or fulfill all things. He ascended up far above all heavens. Right? Now, watch this. Far above all heavens. Now watch this. In Genesis chapter 2, verse number 4, it says, And these are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. The heavens the heavens when the lord created the heavens it took him over generations of time to create the heavens the day it took him centuries